Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 8 of the One World Podcast. Tyler Shervin Caesar here, and today we're going to talk about how to control the controllables. And uh, we really wanted to get started and, you know, just give Caesar a quick introduction as the new host coming on. And we're really excited to for you guys to really hear what he has to say. And I'm just going to start off by giving him a quick, quick introduction. So uh, Caesar, you know, he was born and uh, raised in Roxbury, Massachusetts. Um, you know, he ended up going to high school at Brooks School. And during that time, he played uh, his AAU basketball years for uh, BABC out of uh, Boston. Uh, some of the people who have actually come out of BABC are Terrence Mann, Nerlens Noel, uh, Patrick Ewing. You might have heard of him before. Um, but yeah, so he, he went to Brooks School. Um, that was where actually, you know, we'll talk about his surgeries and what he's gone through quite a bit during this. So during his high school, um, his junior year, um, during a playoff game, he had his first ever knee injury, which resulted in a surgery, which, um, you know, like I said, we'll talk about his injuries um, later on. But this was just the first one. The year after, he actually had another surgery, um, and that was, you know, complicated his, you know, recruiting. But he was still able to come out of High school um, was committed to UMass for soccer and had the hopes of walking on to the basketball team. So um, decided before he actually decided to go to UMass, he made the switch to then decide to go to Kentucky. So at Kentucky, he uh, got involved in the basketball program, had high hopes of playing down there. Um, and this is actually where another knee injury, um, you know, reared its head. So another injury came up um, in his years down in Kentucky. So he ended up um, helping out as much as he could, kept his mindset straight and became the uh, manager slash video assistant down there for them. Um, and then, so after that, he decided to transfer back up here to UMass, um, which is actually where, you know, he had ho- hopes again of playing here and then again had another knee surgery come up. And we thought, well, you know, Caesar will touch on a lot of the adversity he's gone through and really what's happened. But um, you, you can already tell, like, you know, the mindset it will take to overcome the obstacles that I've already brought up. But so here at UMass, um, he just graduated actually this past semester. Um, and now he's looking forward um, and he does things like this past summer, he actually ran his first ever Caesar Dean basketball camp out of Boston. Um, it was completely free of charge. He had over 50 kids attend. He gave, um, you know, he fundraised it so we could have that event. He gave back, uh, you know, uh, backpacks, back to school um, supplies for all the kids that attended. Uh, really, really cool stuff that Caesar's been up to and plans on doing in the future. And uh, he's definitely been using the network he's accumulated in the past few years to you know really start to uh, materialize some of these opportunities coming into his life right now and he'll start touching on this but he's been through uh, so much and had so much really cool experiences that you know Sherv and I can't even have imagined and we, we can't wait to hear you know you guys for you guys to hear from him really so you know without any further ado I'll, I'll kick over to Caesar and kind of Caesar you know what is uh, the value that you want to be adding on here you know Sherv and I and during our first episode we kind of talked about how excited we are to be here doing this and you know, the value we want to add and, you know, so what is it what you want to do while, while on this podcast? Thank you, Ty. I really appreciate the introduction. Uh, those are a lot of kind words. I promise you I'm not as cool as you made me sound, but uh, I hope to bring a, a good amount of value to this podcast. I'm excited to be a host here. I'm excited to not only keep learning from these great guys, but hopefully learn from you guys and give you some of my insight in life. I've been through a lot of stuff. I'm only 22 years old still, but I have a lot of a lot of insights from what I've been through in life, and I think uh, I can bring a lot of value in that way to this podcast. Awesome, man. I'm absolutely looking forward to it, too. I know the value that you're going to be bringing on here, as does Sheriff. And I know, actually, Sheriff, you had a, a, a ton of good questions you wanted to ask Caesar. Uh, so, you know, what, what do you got for him right now? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, first things first, I just want you guys to realize uh, Caesar's being really, uh, really modest right now. Uh, in sixth grade, uh, this guy was actually ranked above Bam Adebayo. 
Uh, so I think that's one of the coolest things I heard. I had no idea about Caesar. So that's just a put in perspective for you guys uh, how legitimate he is and uh, you know how great at basketball he was. Uh, he was one of one of only what three three people at that at that age, uh, three people in sixth grade to be able to dunk a basketball. I still can't dunk now, <laughs> and I never will be able to as long as I live. So uh, that being said, Caesar, really impressive stuff. Uh, love having you on here. And uh, you know, one of the first questions I want to ask you is. I kind of wanted to dive a little bit into, you know, like how was how was the mindset of going through uh, that first injury? Uh, how did that transform kind of going through the slew of injuries that you experienced? And, you know, uh, especially at that at that high level, at the D1 level, uh, how does that affect you mentally, physically, all the things like that? Just kind of uh, expand on your story and, and how the, how all that transpired for you. Uh, sure. Everybody. Uh, thanks for that question. That's a really, really good question. And for me, I'm uh, to, just to get before I get to like the college part, like my first injury happened when I was about 16 years old. I was still a junior in high school. So at, at that time, like you're still really young and you don't really know what the real, like the real stuff is out there. And for me getting hurt that early at the time, that's supposed to be uh, like my most meaningful time in playing high school sports. It's junior year. I'm getting recruited. All my friends are getting recruited. So I, it was hard for me because I Honestly, a lot of schools stopped recruiting me at the time because of my knee injury. So being able to like kind of sit back and take that all in and kind of realize that I, a lot of times people our age and younger think you could do this for the rest of your life. Yeah. And injuries are real and career ending injuries are real. And for me, being able to learn that at a young age showed me a lot of things that I wouldn't be able to see today if, I, if that didn't happen to me. So for a lot of a lot of time when I talk to people, they think, oh my God, Caesar, you had five knee surgeries and this must suck. But for me, I learned a lot from my from from my injuries because it's made me the man I am today. And as you're going to see throughout this podcast and my story, if I didn't have these inju- injuries, I, I might not even be where I am today. And although it sucks that I never got to play a minute of collegiate sports, and I know this sounds cliche, but in a way it's almost been a, a blessing in disguise because I've got to experience things I might not have experienced otherwise. I've got to meet a lot of people in my time between Kentucky and Massachusetts. Uh, I've got to learn a lot of new things. I've got to, I've, I've had a chance to get out of my comfort zone and be able to not be that person who's like an athlete all the time. So I'm, I'm writing more, I'm reading more. Uh, it's it's broadened my horizon more. And I've, I've got to meet a lot of cool people, like being able to like work on the staff with Coach Calipari and uh, being able to be able to work for a team that has multiple Division One players in Kentucky, being able to be at those practices, those games, and being able to be in Rupp Arena with 22,000, 24,000 people every day. These are things I might not be able to experience if this didn't happen to me. But uh, I made the best of it. So, like, the way I've always put it, in this life, you got to be able to control things you can, you can control. So control the controllables. That's what my mom always told me when I was young, and that's the first thing she told me when I had my knee surgery. She was like, okay, Whatever, the knee surgery happened, you're hurt, whatever. I don't want to hear excuses. Control what you can control, which is waking up early, getting breakfast, going to PT, working out, being at practice, every little thing that I could do to maximize my chance of being able to get back healthy, I did that. But at the, at, at the end of the day, that didn't happen. But it opened my door for other things in life that I am doing today that I probably would not be able to do in 22 years of living if that didn't happen. Yeah, that's awesome stuff, Caesar. Thank you for that. I, I know that's not an easy thing to kind of talk about um, so nonchalantly like that, uh, going through all those surgeries and injuries like that. It obviously can be emotional for a lot of people and, uh, you know, mentally and physically uh, just a really big blow. And uh, I myself with powerlifting and things like that and obviously other sports in high school, um, I wrestled all throughout high school. And, you know, I've had a slew of injuries. Um, definitely nothing as bad as this Caesar's gone through. But, um, you know, I've torn at one point, I've torn, I've torn every muscle in my back. And, you know, that's nothing that 
Uh, I obviously wish I didn't have to go through that, but just like Caesar said, one of the biggest points that that he hit on that I loved is um, it's a blessing in disguise. It really, uh, in the long run, it allowed me to to work on those weaknesses, like strengthening my back and things like that, or uh, learning how to treat injuries, whatever it is, and and just becoming a stronger person. I I know the most cliche thing in the world is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but it's because it's true. You hear it so much because it's true, and uh, as long as you're still alive and standing at the end of the day, only made you better uh, and a better human. So I really love that, that bit there, Caesar. Yeah. Awesome stuff, Caesar. Like, thank you so much, man. You know, like, like Surf said, it definitely is very hard to, you know, share personal stuff like that because it is some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes and, you know, behind the scenes is actually kind of exactly where I want to transition, you know, all of this too. And, you know, Caesar and I, before the podcast started, we're actually talking about a quote, um, you know, and luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And what that means to us in our lives is, you know, being in the spots that, you know, kind of the opportunities that have come into my life, the opportunities that have come into Sherv's life, the opportunities that have come into Caesar's life, the opportunities that we have seized. It's easy for, you know, we get it all the time, like your Caesar, especially, you know, it's so lucky that you, you know, coach, uh, you know, coach Cal, it's, it's so lucky that you got to, you know, meet those people at Kentucky that, you know, these professional athletes and people say it's lucky, but you know, when you look at what Caesar went through behind the scenes to get to this point, to have these opportunities to know these people, it doesn't seem as glamorous and as, you know, just, oh, like this just happened somehow. And it, it, it really speaks volumes to like, you know, in your daily life, what is the, what adversity are you not overcoming? Are you not, are you, are you not taking and just, you know, letting these excuses get in your way? Whereas like, obviously in Caesar's position, there was no way that any adversity that came into his path was ever going to dictate how his life was going to shape up. And he knew that from day one, you know, we talked about his mother and all those, you know, the good role models in his life that have, you know, put him on that path. But at the end of the day, it's his choice if he really wants to live that lifestyle. And that's what he's done. You know, Sherv and I with student painters, people say, you know, you're so lucky you got to run a business. You're so lucky you got to do this. And, you know, we've talked about what we've gone through, what we've done and how we got into those positions in the first place. And to us, it doesn't look like luck. It just looks like what has come of doing, making that choice to do that thing. And that's kind of what goes on. And that's why, you know, we love that quote so much. You know, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And if you're preparing and you're, you're making that daily life choice to just never stop and never quit, then that eventually is going to happen for you and everyone listening that those opportunities are going to start coming into your life. The the hard work you've been, you know, putting in is going to pay off. It's just, you know, keep taking those next steps. And, you know, if you think you're close, keep on going because you, you probably are. And if you think you're not close, I guarantee you you're a whole lot closer than you thought you were. And that's, you know, a huge point that we like to make on this. So definitely wanted to touch on that for sure. But, you know, transitioning back into uh, Caesar here. You know, we talk all the time about adversity and the great things that come of it and how, you know, adversity can be your biggest advantage in life and, you know, all those, you know, those kind of crazy, you know, different things that people don't really talk about. And now I want to like ask you, Caesar, like, what, what would you say, you know, in an efficient, like succinct way, what is one of the biggest takeaways you've had from all the things you've been through, the injuries, you know, the adversity, everything tied together, coming out, you know, out of all of it, what has been really your biggest takeaway, I guess? Uh, thank you, Ty. That's a really, really good question. It's a, it's a big question to kind of like try to narrow down the last, what, 16, 22 now, six, eight, damn near a decade of my life into one thing. But uh, there's one quote that I've, I've had since I think I was after my first surgery is um, uh, adversity introduces the man to himself. So for me, my adversity was the injury and it introduced me to the man I am today. So to break down down a little bit, adversity introduces the man to himself. So for a lot of people, you go through your life every day, you think everything's good and you're having a smooth life. And before you hit that adversity, 
You think everything's going great. But once something bad happens, like uh, an injury, a, a divorce, a, a heartbreak, a, a high school breakup for the kids in high school, when something bad happens, that's when you truly, truly learn the person you are. And for me, getting hurt, I had to kind of take a step back and say, all right, like your whole life you thought basketball or soccer or whatever it is was how you're going to make it in life. But now it's not looking too good, and a lot of kids don't get that till later and later in life, and you're not prepared for it. So for me, being able to go through that, I feel like it's helped me become a better person and that I'm ready to attack anything that comes my way. doesn't matter what it is. I don't care how bad or how good it is. So I, I always try to stay even kill. You know what I mean? So for me, I think just being able to be able to be resilient when something goes wrong and to be able to expect something to go wrong and be able to know that you're going to be able to deal with whatever it is, for me, was the biggest thing I took away from. Yeah, Caesar, that was that was actually an absolutely incredible answer. I, I love that quote. Adversity introduces a man to himself, and I mean, when you really think about that, that is so so true on every single level. When you know whether it's whatever crisis it is, whatever it is, it really makes you look at look within and you know be like, what's going on? Like, what what is happening in my life right now? How am I going to manage a situation? How am I going to make myself better for it? And when you make that choice to view it in that light, you you know you come up with the that, that mindset that Caesar has, that mindset that Sherv always talks about, that, you know, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to push on to that next level. And that's exactly what you were just talking about. And, you know, if you look at the world right now with, you know, this whole, you know, COVID thing still going on and people isolated and, you know, a, a, you know, a worldwide crisis on a dramatic scale, people have, you know, forced into their homes. And, you know, like we talked about in the last episode, your elevation may require your isolation. People looking within, people being with their families, you know, making the best of a situation and not allowing it to, you know, control their lives. Obviously, you know, there are the, all the things happening, the bad things that are happening out there, but for the people who are lucky enough to be able to still control their situation, control the controllables, they're, you know, taking every single, you know, an opportunity in stride that they can. So it's really, uh, you know, all the principles coming together, whether it's whatever, whether it's a massive crisis like, you know, coronavirus or whether it's a knee injury, a divorce, financial, hard times, whatever it is, there's always something you can do to, you know, look with it and be like, how can I make, how can I make the best of the situation and really continue to move forward with a positive mindset in general? Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. And we have so many more questions for, for Caesar here. And we have a certain amount of time we want to take, but you know, sure. If you want to fire off another question for Caesar here. Yeah, for sure. I had uh, one, one more question for you here, Caesar. One that I was really curious about, um, kind of putting myself in your shoes and, uh, wishing I had a lot of knowledge of like injuries and things like that. Um, and someone from your perspective, someone who is, again, has done it at a high level, been in a D1 environment and things like that. Uh, if you could give one piece of advice right now to a young promising athlete, uh, whether it be injury related, uh, you know, work ethic related, you know, the, the grind and the journey to the top, whatever it may be, what is one piece of critical advice that you would give them right now? Yeah, man, that's, a, that's another really good question. And uh, one that I have to probably take a little step back to be able to like answer in a more full and total way. So me just being able to like, Growing up being like a really good athlete, playing basketball or soccer at the highest level, being able to be recruited D1 for basketball and soccer, and be able to see my friends who are playing at the NBA now, playing at the highest level of college basketball. There's a lot of little things that go into, into, into uh, being at this level and getting to the level you want to get to. So for me, uh, the one, one of the bigger things I think matters a lot in this is perspective. Like the way you choose to look at a certain thing. So like, for example, if you're being under-recruited right now, you could either be like, oh my God, this is a bunch of politics, this is nonsense, or think like you're not good enough for that, or you could just get back in the gym and keep working. So for me, one of the big things I always try to look at any situation is looking through what, what, what perspective you want to see through this. You want to see it in a good light, or do you want to see it in a bad light? Is it going to make you work harder, or is it going to make you work less? 
Are you going to pout about it? Or are you going to get in the gym or get in the weight room or get in whatever, whatever the case is for your sports or whatever it is in life and work at it? So for me, if you're able to like be able to differentiate little things and be able to be like, all right, like, how do I look at this specific situation and be able to attack it? I think that could get you a lot further. And uh, it's helped me a lot being able to look at either good things or bad things and be able to like make the best out of the situation. Yeah, I think, you know, taking a step back is really key in a lot of things. And people get so overwhelmed with things that get thrown into them, like the obstacles that are, that are coming into their lives, the injuries, whatever. Like, they look at it in the immediate moment, and they don't look back and look at, the, you know, the grand scheme of things, the big picture, like you were saying, Caesar. And I think that has so much to do with, you know, people, you know, letting their problems control their life is because they let they let every little thing add up to become this massive snowball, and it just takes over their lives. When, you know, if every time you take a step back and you go, this is just one more thing. I'm going to be able to overcome it if I, you know, just choose to have the right mindset right now and you move forward with that, with, you know, with that optimism and you make it happen. But it's so easy to let, you know, all this stuff add up and really become overwhelming. So that's a huge point that you just made that I think people really, really, you know, especially, you know, kids in high school right now, college, whatever it is, trying to get recruited. Like, that's a huge thing. Take, take that away. Like, take, write that down, like whatever it is, because, you know, obviously not everybody can make it to this level. Caesar put himself in a spot to, you know, get recruited, have these opportunities come into his life and, you know, take it from his experience because it really is all, all, all the real stuff. So it's really cool, man. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. And I know I mentioned before, you know, the, even the basketball camp that you were running, you know, this past summer, it's such a really, really cool thing that you did. Um, and I kind of want to hear it more from, you know, your perspective of what you were doing and what was your why behind that? Like, why, why did you make the decision to want to run a free basketball camp to help people out, give back to, you know, school supplies, the backpacks and really, you know, help kids in the inner city of the Boston area, help them out. So like, what was your, what was your perspective behind that? I guess. Uh, so my perspective behind that, uh, that's just, that goes way back. So like, I've always thought that I, Whenever like I have the opportunity, I have like the platform to be able to help out. I always wanted to come back to Roxbury and give back in any way I can. So for me, this is the plan I've, I had been thinking about for for probably years and years since I've been really young. And and I wanted to make it uh, bigger than basketball. You know, I wanted to be able to show these kids who look like me, who are African American and looks just like I do, that they could also be in a place that I, I I got and I didn't even get to play any sort of sports in college and being able to have like 15 division one kids there who are playing current currently playing college basketball being able to see these kids who were grew up in the same places they grew up in and went through the same things they went through and they're able to play in different places like Florida State Brown University Bryant Boston College these are kids that I was able to have in the camp to be able to talk to these kids and show them what they could be if they keep working hard and stay in the right path because from from where we grew up in you could there's two ways you could go either you stay in the streets and it goes the wrong way or you try to get online and be where we are so for me I wanted to show them that someone who looks like them could could, could be in a situation yeah, and although I'm not even where I'm where I want to be there's a lot of more things I want to be able to achieve in life just be able to show them a snapshot of a 21 year old who is not even that far away from their age, could they be able to achieve something and just be able to give back to them? We had Dana Barrows, who played in the NBA for 15, for multiple years. We were able to be there and speak to them. So little things like this, they're going to be able to take for the rest of their lives. And I feel like my mom always says this, people might not remember a lot of things you do, but they know how you made them feel. So I knew, I just coming out of that camp, I, I saw the, the, the hunger in their eyes and the feelings in their heart. And they, this is, it just, it felt like something that they were going to take and run with and something's going to be able to propel them in life. And they know any day of the week, I have a bunch of those kids still texting me, calling me every single day in the week. And that means a lot to me because I want to be there for those kids. I want to be able to be like, hey, what's going on? Are you having a bad day or what is it about? I'd be able to talk to them. Do you need help with this? I could be able to help you however I can. 
So for me, that was the biggest thing I wanted to do. I wanted to give them a platform to be able to like learn from the people who are doing it at the highest level, people who've done it at the highest level. So on who's so for me, that was the biggest thing I wanted to do with that. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible, man. And that's that's why I wanted you to you know tell the listeners like what you want to do because I know I knew I didn't do it justice before because what 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 you really did, man, is absolutely incredible. The value you add to those kids' lives. Uh, you know, you can't, there's no quantifiable number you can put on it. That's so cool. And, you know, we talk about our wise, Sherv and I, and it's very, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing when you, when you break it down, like why Caesar, he wants to unlock the potential in these kids. And that's what Sherv and I, you know, we talk about our number one passion and why we're on here is to, you know, really help people realize what they are capable of and that, you know, help unlock that untapped potential within them. And that's exactly what you were doing for those kids, Caesar, and exactly what, what you're saying you want to go do down the road. And I think it's just so cool. And that's why you know, I love talking with you guys because, you know, all being like-minded individuals in this. And I'm just super excited to see where it really all goes from here. But yeah, so I mean, that's awesome. And, you know, me and Sarah's really purpose for this episode. Uh, we really wanted to get you guys to know Caesar. So I think we got a, you know, really awesome introduction for Caesar here. And we're going to kind of wrap it up here now until the next episode. But, you know, we'll talk about uh, some of the, the, the exciting guests we are starting to line up with Caesar being on here now. And we'll uh, start to dive into that a little bit more in episode nine. But for right now, I think that's kind of the message we wanted you guys to, you know, walk away from was that, you know, control the controllables and, you know, really how how luck is viewed and really what goes into becoming, you know, quote unquote, lucky at the end of the day and what you can do to have all these opportunities, you know, really start to come into your life and how you can, how you can make that work for yourself in your daily life. So with that being said, before we wrap it up, uh, Caesar, did you want to say anything else before we uh, move on to the next one? No, no, not much else to end, uh, to add to it. So um, I'm excited. I'm ready to get to work and uh, stay tuned. Thanks so much, everyone. See you next time. See you guys on top. And I'm going to shine on me until my heart stops. Go ahead and beat me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. Need to love it, the underdogs on top, and I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead and envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. On the grill of my low rider, guns on both sides, right above the gold wires, I-4-5.